Welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is episode number 47 on my podcast. We just hit 1K the other day, so thank you all for that. So, uh, you know, this is a big episode here, Jay. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. What do you uh, What do you go by? What should I, Jay Gotti, Jay Mitchell, what do you want me to refer to you as? I prefer just Jay, but everybody from the show usually knows me as JG. Jay, JG, I don't care. Either one is fine. All right, so I'm going to give you a proper uh, introduction. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. From the real world explosion, JG, what's up? <laughs> that was, you practiced that one, I could tell. <laughs> what's, what's going on, pal? How's everything? Dude, man, I, I get all discombobulated with the uh, whole real world intro because it was your season. It started like that three or four season stretch where it was like, explosion skeletons bad blood go bigger so i get a little discombobulated because they had you and skeletons back to back so i actually shit i don't know if you know who bruno is but i had him on uh earlier like uh, a few months ago and um we right before we rolled i was like oh your season was like skeletons right and he was like yeah yeah i'm like okay cool and then as soon as i yeah. introduced him i said explosion so, <laughs> that's great yeah I know, I know bruno very well i uh I actually worked with him for a bit. He, we hosted Spring Break together a couple of years back, but um, yeah, we were the first. We were the first season that they decided to flip the script and do all that craziness with. Mm, yeah, it was. Uh, you know, what could I say? <laughs> it was. It started like uh, you know, kind of like a four season stretch where like um, you know, I wouldn't say that like that was kind of like the stem of why the real world um you know stopped but i think like after you guys it was kind of like an experiment from there and then um they ended up doing away with the whole thing altogether. and then a year ago i think they brought back like i think like an atlanta that was only on facebook watch or something like that yeah i i i, I remember that coming out that seemed very weird to me that they were doing it just strictly on facebook but my understanding was that the ratings were going down and oh, listen, I watched Real World when I was younger, and then I stopped. The ratings were going down, so they were like, all right, what can we do to spice it up? Oh, sure. Let's just screw Jay and his friends, and we'll bring all the exes in, change the format, you know, all that good shit, which was a double-edged sword for me. But the ratings were going down, so they needed to flip the script a bit, so that's why they did that. And it worked well. Our ratings were very high up. But then if you think about it, they changed it to skeletons, bad blood, all that, not... But it was all the same exact thing. <laughs> it was different names, but it was the exact same thing. You went there for a couple of weeks, they brought people in that you didn't want to see, and then they played it out. So it was like, I liked the change, but then they just kind of had nowhere to go with it. No, yeah, definitely. You guys were like the debut of the format. So I think you guys, um, and it, you guys obviously had like a compelling cast. I think Skeletons got away with it a little bit because they had a, you know, they had Tony, Bruno, Sylvia, and all those people so i think they were able to maybe get away with it then like the last two seasons of real world it was just like i mean no slight towards anybody was that was on the cast but it, it uh you know it showed it showed that uh i don't even think i know the names of anybody on the cast after skeletons to be honest that, that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah they i i in my opinion it was a good move i mean i wish they would have waited till f this is why i say it's a double-edged sword because because it was the first time that they ever changed the format, the promotion was absurd. They put us on Wendy Williams. We were in Rolling Stone magazine. Like, ironically, my picture is the one in Rolling Stone magazine. So pumped about that, by the way. But it was like the promotion was ridiculous. 
So it was awesome in that aspect. Our social media jumped way bigger than anyone else before us. But you sign up to be seven people trying to go out and get laid and have fun. And then five seconds in, your girlfriend, your ex-girlfriend walks in the room and it's like, really? Like, that's, that's what you're going to do to me? I thought I was going to have time in my goddamn life. And no, now I got to deal with my ex. So <laughs> it's a double-edged sword, in my opinion. All right. Right, right. Um, but yeah, how has the uh, whole COVID adjustment been for you? Because I know, uh, you know, you're in the New York area. I'm also, you know, not too far from there as well. And I know we kind of got hit with it like a ton of bricks in the beginning, at least. But um, we're on pace to control it now. How has that kind of been for you? Yeah, you're a Jersey boy, right? Yeah, I'm 15 from Times Square. Ah, okay, nice. Not bad. Yeah, so you're actually very close to me then. Uh, man, COVID sucks, bro. 2020 is shit. It's like, you know, everyone's got high hopes and all in 2020 was like, nope, no one's doing anything good. Uh, it sucks. I mean, the thing is, I'm working through all of this. Like, I, I never had that time period. I know even now everyone's off and people are collecting unemployment or people are just losing their minds. I'm a firefighter for the city of New York. So I have been working through this entire thing, which is great because I'm still getting a paycheck. But it's scary as all hell because I'm walking into people's houses every damn day. We got runs coming across and it's like, yeah, go help this guy. He's got a fever, a sore throat. He's coughing and he's throwing up. I'm like, oh, my God. They're like, oh, by the way, he can't smell or taste. I'm like, yep, um, fire me. Someone fire me. Like, I quit right now. You know what I mean? It, it, it sucks. So I'm not losing my mind because I am not technically quarantined like the rest of the world because I'm, I'm still working every day. So it kind of goes both ways, I guess. But, man, this world has gone to shit. Yeah, I saw a meme on, uh, I think it was Twitter or Instagram yesterday, and it was showing, like, the months of uh, 2020 so far. <laughs> Yo, i seen that. Oh, I know what you're talking about. January, February, and then it was, like, it had, like, a, an A for August. Because, I mean, <laughs> it couldn't be more true. This fucking year has flown by, dude. It's true. It's true. There's another good one, too. And it was, like... It had like January and and it was like the COVID. Then it was February and it had like the killer bees. And then March was like the three hurricanes that came through or whatever the hell it was. It was like every every month so far in 2020 has just been a fucking disaster. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> and my son is gone. My son is already gone. It's, you know, oh God, it sucks. That's the one thing that sucks is bars are closed. Uh, clubs are closed. You can't, you go outside and it's like you walk into the 99 cent store without a mask and somebody wants to stab you for it. It's fucking absurd. <laughs> yeah. I can't with this shit, man. And we like, in New York, Jersey, we got crushed. We got crushed. And then there was like, like a month and a half ago, say, let's say five weeks ago, there was some light at the end of the tunnel for me because Manhattan opened up outside bars. Like, they were serving out the window. So me and my buddy, we'd go down to Manhattan. They serve you out the window. You're wearing your mask, but they serve you out the window. And then you were allowed to be outside. So you could walk to the next bar and they'd serve you out the window. So then you get another drink. Finish your drink as you're walking to the next bar. And now you're talking is there were girls everywhere, guys everywhere. Everyone's hanging out on the streets, on the corners, drinking, all this. It was like some sense of normalcy. And then Cuomo real quick was like, nope we're going back to no fun now you have to order food and sit down so everyone who started having fun again yeah yeah go back to hiding inside your house world's over again so i i am not a fan of him and now i'm back to being stuck in the goddamn house 
Yeah, dude. They just actually opened up uh, Jim's Tuesday in Jersey, at least. Oh, at least you have that. See, I lucked out because I have a, we have a gym at the firehouse. Mm. So I've been fine with that, but I haven't been able to go to CrossFit. My, my box is closed. They st- they supposed to open up a month ago. Then it was three weeks ago. Then it was two weeks ago. It's like, oh, my God. Just First of all, just open the fucking gyms. <laughs> Second of all, everyone's going to get COVID again anyway, so it doesn't really matter what you do. And we've been good. We've handled it very well. Our numbers are down compared to Cali and everywhere else. So it's like, you know what? Just give us a little bit. Just a little bit of freedom, please. A little bit, you know. <laughs> I asked for is a little bit. There's only so much Jack I could drink in my house by myself. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, we should get into the topics that everyone came here for. They might, uh, you know, come to, you know, crazy for us. For uh, Yeah, I was, trying to, I was trying to avoid the whole course, so. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, let's just dive right into this thing. But before I get into the, you know, real world or challenge related questions, maybe uh, briefly, could I ask you, like, maybe where you got the Gotti name for? Was that something that you just kind of uh, came up with or? It was I've heard this a thousand times. And if you search it, it comes up um, when I was younger. I mean, I'm talking like 16 years old, probably that, you know, everyone had blowouts. Everyone had their gold chains, and I had a massive blowout. I'm not even going to deny it. And then they, that show, Growing Up Gotti, came out, and all three of them had blowouts. And I used to go out like to the bar, and people would come up to me and be like, like, yo, you're on that show, right? You're on that show. And then all my friends would like, we'd go out, and they'd just, like they do now at Real World, they'd just be like, yo, aren't you from that show? And then someone would turn around and look and be like, oh, yeah, that is you. So then everyone just started saying it, and then it, I didn't embrace it. I don't mind it, but I didn't embrace it because it's not my name, and it is their name. But it just became what other people called me. And then when I went to try out, they're like, wait, you were on that show. And I'm like, no, I, even like the, I'm like, no, I wasn't on that show. So the name just kind of stuck, and then I just kind of, I didn't really care. So, you know, I, I tried to get away from it, and that's why I just say JG. But it was just the name given to me randomly, and it, the girls liked it, and it stuck, I guess. Hey, sometimes, uh, you know, you <laughs> you have a name once, it just kind of, you know, follows you forever, you know? Dude, I mean? it stayed with me, and I, I was never able to get rid of it. And then getting on the show, once people started Googling and adding me, they were adding me, like, onto Wikipedia as Jay Gotti, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, this took on a whole life of its own now. Well, you know, you also had another Mitchell uh, on your cast as well. I mean, Facts. I mean, she wasn't there a whole. <laughs> she wasn't there very long. But, you she know, wasn't. But you know, we'll get into her though, because um, you know. Yeah, she's a star yeah. now. Yeah, well, well, I'll definitely get into that because um, you know, which is crazy to me to think <laughs> with your real world season. But I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. But um, you know, a major focal point in what I like to ask my guests in the beginning of you know these podcasts is kind of their casting story. Could you maybe walk me through yours? My casting story? I don't even know what that means. I signed up and they were like, yeah, you're hired. That's my casting story. Here I am talking to you now. <laughs> that was no, uh, you know, go to open tryouts. No, I did. I did. Uh, and I'm going to, I'll run through this very quickly because it ties into, which I 100% know you're going to get into later and everyone always does. But it was, it, me getting on this show was 100% fake. Like it was meant to happen. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, my mother got an email. Don't know why she was signed up for it or whatever happened, but she got an email 
MTV casting. She called me. was like, hey, there's casting for the real world in a couple weeks. You should totally go. I was managing a bunch of bars. I was an MC. I was doing all that shit. She's like, instead of introducing all the celebrities, like, be one. You know, you deserve it. Like, be one. So I was like, yeah, 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 sure. She's yelling at me, yelling at me. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll do it, ma. I'll do it. Lo and behold, the day comes. I wake up bombed, hungover as a motherfucker. My mother's calling my phone 50 times. I'm like, what are you? Why? Hungover. She's like, you're going. You have to go. So just to, just to shut her up, I'm like, all right, I'm going. I get dressed. I put on some clothes. I go down to the city for an open, it's an open casting call, whatever. I get there, and I'm in Manhattan now. And there's a thousand people on the line out the door and there's no parking. So I go around the block. There's no parking. I go around three other blocks, no parking. I'm hung over. I'm like, call my mother. I'm like, ma, I'm not driving in circles for the next fucking four days for this. Said, I'm going home. Said, Jay, go around one more time. At least do me a favor and go around one more time and just check. All right. One more time. Bye. I go around the block. There's these two gigantic, like big double doors to where we're supposed to walk into. And the, I kid you not, the car parked directly in front of those doors, pulls out as I turn the corner. And I was like, God damn it, I guess I really have to do this. Like, what are the odds that that happens? So I parked, I called my mother, said, you lucky fuck, I'm going in, I'll call you later. And I went in and uh, it was like, you sit, at a, you sit at a table with 12 other people. They give you 30 seconds to talk about yourself. Some girl said something crazy. Some other girl said something crazy. So I got up, basically hit on both of them while doing my thing. And then the guy, they were like, all right, uh, everybody, keep your phones on. We'll call you tomorrow. Just, Jay, hang back real quick. We want to ask you something. I was like, all right, cool. So I hang back. They're like, yeah, congratulations. You're going to step two. I was like, so you just lied to everybody. that you told them to keep their phones on. And you're going to call them tomorrow. You just lied to all of them. They're like, yeah, pretty much. I was like, fantastic. Filled out a thousand fucking pages of paperwork. And then it was like, I think it was a six-month process. It was like every week they wanted something else. It was like, all right, we're going to Skype three of your friends. All right, we're going to Skype three of your neighbors. Uh, we want you to make a home video now. All right, now we want to call three of your friends. All right, cool. Now we want to talk to your immediate family. All right, next week. Now we want to talk to your three more of your friends. Like, it got to the point where I was running out of friends. <laughs> like, how many more fucking people you need to talk to? I don't know anybody else. And it was like each week that they were doing that, what they were doing was they, was not, they were knocking people off the list. So they had like a thousand people and every week they knocked a hundred people off. And I just kept going through that whole process until finally I somehow, I think they said 77, I'll never forget his number, 77,000 people tried out and they took seven. So it was like one, 1% or some shit like that. Like that's I'm telling you, it was, it was meant to happen, dude. And then obviously everyone knows what happened with my mom, which I'm sure, like I said, you're going to ask later. So it's just, it was fate that, she that all happened the way it happened and i ended up getting on because of her wow dude that's yeah. uh that, that's that is pretty that does sound like fate i'm not gonna lie yeah it's i've never encountered something like that in my life and, it, and then after everything that transpired after that it was just like wow like that was that was meant to be she always wanted me to do it and it it, it was meant to be man yeah, so coming on to that season, it obviously ended up being an explosion. Did you have any idea or know, like, that was what's going to be happening? You should go there feeling like the man, chilling, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, Jenna walks in. I had absolutely no clue. I don't care what anyone says. It was not staged. None of us had any fucking clue. Like, we thought, like I said, 
we thought it was going to be seven people. You go out, you go to the bar, you bring home whoever you want. You get laid every day. You got cameras following you. Like, this is going to be awesome. I had never, I had never really flown before because my mom was sick for so long, but this was kind of the first time and she wanted me to do it. So it was like, all right, I'm doing this for you. I don't want to be far away from her because if God forbid anything happens and she was just like, no, you're doing this. Like, this is for you. So I went and was like, all right, we're going to go out. We're going to get laid every night. Like, that's the goal. And dude, it, we, me, Corey, Tom, like we started going out and just, we weren't even talking to regular, like ordinary girls. We were bringing home the bottle waitresses, the fucking DJs, like the waitresses, like the, the owners, like <laughs> we were bringing like the, the hot of the hot girls as the girls that we were trying to mack it to and whatnot. And then one day we went out. The next day we came home and there were strange people in our kitchen. <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know, were you, you, it was obviously explosion, like hence the name X, but were you, did you have any contact with Jenna in that moment? Like how did that process for her work in the sense of like, you know, you get on the sh- casted for the show and then she's brought on as your ex. Did they ask you like who your ex was or they like, how did they do, how did that all work? Yeah, I mean, first of all, we didn't know the name of the show was Explosion. We were, it's just real world. We were told it was real world. No one ever said Explosion. No one said it's real world San Francisco. Like, we, you know, we didn't even know where we were going until I landed. Um, that's how I landed. You hear me? I don't even speak English anymore. Until uh, I got on my flight and they were like, yeah, you're going to San Francisco, obviously. But um, it, you, like I said, it, it was such a long process. that ca- Like you asked about that casting process. It was like a six-month process. And every week, they're talking to my friends. They're talking to my family. They're talking to my neighbors. They're talking to me. So they wanted to know everything about my life, but not hear it from me. So obviously, everyone, you know, they're going to ask questions about your exes. Did I ever think for one second that they were going to bring my ex on the show? No, absolutely not. <laughs> but in, in, in hindsight, if I didn't have the ex in that system, then they probably wouldn't have brought me on the show. It goes both ways. I had no clue. They just, they asked a million questions. They asked about my exes from third grade. You know what I mean? Like, you're just, you're trying to get on the show. So you're like, yeah, I, I banged this girl. I banged that girl. I dated this girl. I dated that girl. Other girls that I dated prior to me even being on the show ended up being on other shows. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you're just, I'm just throwing raffling names off and like, yeah, I banged this one. Yeah, I hung out with this one. Like, yeah, I have exes. Oh, yeah, me and my ex did this or this. You know what I mean? Like, you're trying to get on the show, so you're giving them everything. Uh, my friends are giving them everything. Jenna's an attractive girl. I'm not denying that. So, you know, it helps. And then you're just like, all right, yeah, look, these are my lineup of exes. They're all hot. Yeah. It seems like I can go out on Real World and get whatever girl I want, you know, like playing the game. I didn't know that they were just trying to figure out my ex situation and throw them onto the show with me. Right. But now I kind of want to ask you about um, the dynamic your thoughts at least on the dynamic between Corey and Brian. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> Dude, there's so much about that, like about the whole show in general that I would change if I could go back or not change, just be different because I was trying to, they do Oh my God. I, I, I'm like stepping over myself. That was absurd. First of all, because Corey starts banging Jenny and Corey and I are cool. Then all of a sudden, Brian shows up, and Brian came in hot. Brian came in hot. And you're talking about six weeks of the three guys getting to know each other. And then Brian comes in, and 
he wasn't afraid of Corey. He wasn't afraid to say anything to Corey. So he would run his mouth and then Corey would run his mouth right back. And it just, every day was like, what's going to happen now? And not for nothing, but that kid is fucking whacked out of his mind. I don't know if he is now, but back then he was a strange motherfucker. He ended up being cool, but he was weird. He's out there. And it just led to so much of like, what did he just, is he serious? Like that's how half the day went when he would speak. And then him and Corey just obviously didn't jive. And he would say something to Corey and Corey would be like, that's great. I banged your girl. <laughs> and then it was just like, oh, here we go. Now we got to run over and break them off because we know they're going to fight again. Uh, it, was a, it was a mess. It was a mess. And Jenny egged that shit on every day. If her and Brian got into an argument, it was like, well, Corey did yell at me. And it was like, here we go. Here we go. And then it would get everyone riled up again. Like she would just throw shit in his face. And it just every day was you, you never knew what Jenny you were going to get. You never knew what fight was going to happen. It was a mess. No, yeah, for sure. And I think that a lot of people were at least hoping we were going to see, um, if not one or both of Jenny and Brian on the challenge. Like that, you guys, your debut season was X's. So, uh, you know, they yeah. fought, if that would have, if that thing would have worked out, they could have ended up being like maybe either either Jenny with Corey, Brian and Jenny instead of the Are You the One kids. Um, I think they were trying to get Corey and Jenny, but Jenny and Brian had gotten back together. So I think I think don't I mean I, I, could I didn't be, read that too. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I believe I don't remember so far back, but I think that's what happened. And I think they also contacted, it was like they wanted the whole damn, like my whole season on because they hit up, they obviously hit up Jen and I, I believe they hit up Corey and Jenny, but like I said, Jenny had gotten back with Brian. So they were like, oh no, we can't do that. And I think Jamie was like, if Tom's going to be there, I want nothing to do with it. So I'm not even going to take the risk. And I, I think it was something like that. Something along those lines. I'm not really sure, but. It ended up with Tom and Haley being on it, which was fine with me because I had somebody there from my season that I could at least, that I at least knew. Yeah. But now since, you know, we're on the topic of your season, two people that I want to bring up, which circumstances are crazy to me. One is which is Ashley, who got, what, was she evicted on like the first episode or something like that? <laughs> Dude. Yeah. She, she, she goes on to, um, you know, win two times on the challenge. Let, like, let alone get, like, many people thought she wouldn't even get casted on the show. Because, I mean, what the sample size was so small from uh, Real World to where it's like, why are we going to bring her on? You know what I mean? So she goes on to uh, win twice. And then for a bit, she was, uh, well, now she's actually a millionaire. She, for a bit, she was, um, up until this last season, she was the highest uh, winning money-wise in the history of the challenge. And then we're talking about your ex, Jenna, who's brought on for you. And then she goes on to then go... <laughs> And do what is it like maybe seven or so shows now? And uh, both they've been like vocal, you know, I wouldn't say faces, but they've been very prominent females in like the franchise in the last few years. So, what is your thoughts on that? Yeah, they definitely have. I mean, even Corey, too. Corey's obviously doing a million things now as well. Um, it's always funny because I always get the like, oh, you made Jenna, or Jenna was nothing with like without you because I brought her on the show, and it's like. I brought her on the, she came on the show because of me, yes, but she's her own person and she's doing very well. She's pretty, she's an attractive girl, right? Very pretty. She works well with other people. The whole Ashley thing, I, I didn't think, I really didn't think they would cast her. 
she was on what two episodes of my of my real world like but then again she was such a wacko on our on our season that it was like maybe she could turn shit upside down so i see where they were going with it didn't think it was actually going to happen and lo and behold yeah she ends up winning one and now she's been on like a thousand shows jenna went one after another repeatedly and the other aspect is funny because people are like, oh, you suck. It was your fault. You guys lost. So that's why you're not on anymore. And they gave her a second chance because it was your fault. That's not true. So to clear that up, I did get called for the next seasons, which was where they brought the family member on. My brother had just got on the job as a police officer. So we were in the, in the middle of doing it. And then he got the call to be a cop. And I was like, don't even like, you're not risking it. That's a career. It's a great job. Take it. So I didn't do that next season. That's why I didn't do that. Then the following one, uh, something else had happened. And it was like, I wasn't able to do it. And then the next two, I said no to because I was in the academy for the fire department. And then the one after that, they called me for again. I was out of the academy, but I just got to my firehouse. I couldn't be like, Hey guys, I'm here. Uh, I'm going to leave for eight weeks. So I had to turn that one down as well. So then once I turned down, you know, then it had been like six shows or four, I guess maybe four or five shows I wasn't on. Then they started bringing on people from Big Brother and people from all these other shows. It was a much bigger pool. Then I didn't get called for the next like two or three. And I've gotten called for the most recent three. Um, I've also gotten called for X on the Beach. And I got called for another one as well. But I, I, I didn't get the uh, official call on those last three. I got the availability call, but didn't get the official call. So for all those people who think that it was all my fault and that's why I'm not on them anymore, you are fucking wrong. Things played out the way they played out. And I don't regret any of it because I have a great job and I'm very happy with where I'm at. Will I go back on? Would I go back on and do another one? 100% because obviously I have something to prove, but that's why. And Jenna had the, uh, the opportunity to. She wasn't working a full-time career so she was able to go on every next one. And that's, I'm more power to her, bro. I root for her. Uh, wow. Yeah. So uh, that, that clears up a lot of things for a lot of people they've been uh, wondering. And that probably takes away like three of my points. So we don't have to. We don't <laughs> Sorry have to, about that. I'm not trying to do no, that. No, but it's good. just, you're, these you're are good. like, these are the, the things that I hear repetitively on comments on my Instagram or on Twitter or other people do these podcasts. And they're like, oh, yeah. They don't call Jay back. TJ keeps telling no him no because he quit. It's like, that's that's not true. You can think what you want, but that's not true. So just to clear the air, that's why. It's been a choice by me and then a choice by them in the long run. Shit just, uh, the pieces didn't fall into place. But like I said, everything happens for a reason, and I'm happy where I'm at, so. That's right. But, um, you know, we don't have to spend too much time on that now. I'm glad we uh, knocked that out really quick. But um, I'm going to ask you now, since we'll stay on Ashley a little bit, because I want to ask, did you, how aware or did you see her stealing the money from her partner a few seasons ago when she became the millionaire? Oh, God, dude, that is horrible. I don't care what anyone says. Bananas did it to Sarah. Ashley did it to Hunter, right? Yeah. First of all, that is so fucked up. I don't care who you are. You have to have some moral, like, compass in your body to just be like, hey, I can't do that. How, like, 
how would you feel if you were on the other end of that? I mean, that's fucking devastating. That is crushing, mind-blowing. Like, I'm surprised people didn't want to blow their brains out after doing that. To do all of that and then just half a million dollars or whatever it was, like, oh, yeah, no. No, you're not going to take that. Like, I would have... I would have cried my eyes out. Like I, I could never do that to somebody. That is gut wrenching. I don't know how she did it. I don't know how Johnny's a dick. So I don't really care. Of course he could do it, but Ashley does have a good heart. So when she did that, I was just mind blown. Like that's, that's it's, it's devastating, dude. You just ruined that kid's life. That's like a half a mil is life changing for anyone. A mil. Yes, I can see it. Absolutely life changing. But to ruin someone's life over money, and it's I can't do it. I was not brought up that way. I just can't personally do it. I hate the fact that she did it because I like her a lot. Johnny, I just I could kill us. <laughs> no, yeah, but that's definitely like if she already wasn't like permanently engraved in like the challenge for years to come. Well, that's one way to do it. Yeah, she stamped her. Uh, you know, <laughs> she stamped her ticket, man get doing that because now she's pretty much guaranteed like she like if there's a show like if she wants to be on she's gonna be on you know what i yeah. mean i agree 100 yeah so it's pretty much when, <laughs> it's pretty much up to her now whenever she's gonna stop doing them because <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> yeah that was too that's oh man you still got even now you got me like that's uh i was so upset when it happened to sarah and upset when it happened to hunter because that's just Think of it as a, as a regular, ordinary person. If someone was like, I'm going to give you $500,000. Like right now for you, in your head, you're like, I'd buy a house. I can invest. I can do this. Like I'd buy a fucking new car. I'd buy seven cars. And then two seconds later, they're like, you know what? Give me, give me that back. I changed my mind. You would just be like, whoa, what? Like, are you kidding me? Oh, crazy. Crazy. Yeah. I, <laughs> I couldn't say it any better, but now – Kind of closing the uh, you know book a little bit on your season. I want to ask you one last question. This is kind of a question that here and there you know kind of comes up a lot with um, you know fans. That they want to hear as like a hypothetical question. So they've done a season. They've done it actually a couple times, but um, called Battle of the Seasons, where they have like each real world season. They have two guys from a season and two girls. Say it's you, another guy, and two girls to round out an explosion. Battle of the Seasons team, who would you uh, choose for the team? Dude, I wanted this. I wanted this. This is when I originally thought I was going to be on the challenge. I thought they were going to do Battle of the Seasons. And then they didn't. And I was so for it. Dude, I, honestly, listen, I'm good. I'm cool with Corey. I'm cool with Tom. I would take either one of them as a partner. Um, Corey is obviously going to be stronger, but Tom is more level-headed. And then as far as the girls go, Ashley obviously is a fucking G at this game. And Jen is obviously a G at this game. So it's like, you put, you put me and Corey together, Jen and Ashley together. Just because I can't eat fucking fish guts doesn't mean I can't do every other challenge. Let's not forget, I came in, I did not come in last in any of the challenges that we did. So I, and I would have loved to do it. And I still to this day would love to do it. Because our season would for sure outshine Every other season. There's no question. There's no doubt in my mind. Tell me anyone who's watching this can comment below right now and tell me any season that could put four people, two chicks and two dudes together. That would beat that four that I just named. Go ahead. 
All right, yeah, we'll leave it up to them once this is up. I want I'm actually curious to hear it because that's a season I've wanted to come back. Although now it's sort of like although many of us, if not all of us, are hoping that it'd be the traditional way, which would be real world. MTV's logic in mind, I personally can't really see them doing like a uh you know, all real world seasons of like Battle of the Seasons. I feel like if that format were to come back, they'd like pull some wonky shit and be like Team Real World, Team fucking UK, survive. Like it would be yeah. like battle of the shows, you know. And and you know what? That that would be a good one too. When they did, when when we showed up on Battle of the X's and um, what? Uh, God, what is what's the other show where they go for the million dollars? They were on my season to they find love to, to match. Are you the what? one? Are you the one? There you go. Jesus Christmas. Yes, are you the one? When we showed up and we saw Are You The One cast, we were like, oh, this is so going to be Are You The One versus Real World. Like, this is going to be it. This is how, and that's, in my opinion, that's what they should have done to meld, like, all the shows together was do a Real World versus, and then, or, you know, Real World versus Big Brother versus Challenge versus Are You The One. Like, they could have done that. They still should do something like that, but there's just too many people from everywhere now. You know, they're just, they're literally going on Instagram and they're like, oh, you got a million followers? Hey, you want to be on the challenge? Like, that's how they're casting now. They, they just, they casted someone from, well, I guess I can't even say yet because they didn't air it. None of this came out yet. Never mind. But they're casting people from like random hole in the wall shows. They're casting people just off of Instagram. Like, just, it wasn't one of them like just a fitness model on Instagram and they casted yeah. that person. Like, like, I don't know. They're just casting anyone now. So. Who knows what you're going to get? Hey, shit. I mean, I might get a call. <laughs> What's this? Dude, that ass, though. They're going to throw, they're going to do a fresh meet. They, I wouldn't be surprised if they called, like, the people that do the podcasting. There's a couple people that are, you know, well-known for doing the podcasts with everybody. I would not be surprised. That would actually be pretty cool because you're interacting with all of us and we interact with you. And, like, to put you in our situation so you could actually understand what it's really like since you're always on that end of the camera. I used to do um, Daniel Sykes and, uh, and Andrew Kirk. They always, they always did podcasts and they did interviews. And it was like, it would have been cool to throw them on a season. You know what I mean? When they do fresh meat, throw them on. People know who they are because they interview us all the time. Like, it would have been cool. It still would be cool. So, honestly, you never know. You could get a call. Shit. <laughs> you got my vote, Mikey. You got my vote. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to ask you now about maybe your overall experience. Cause I mean, obviously you mentioned earlier about what went on with your uh, mom. What was your overall experience maybe on the real world? Uh, like I said, I, I did real world because of my mom. Um, my mom had cancer since I was eight years old. It was many, many years of fighting. I never really went far from home in case something happened. <clears throat> that was like the first time I really did go decently far from home. And of course, but uh, the real world itself, the first six weeks, fantastic. It was great. I had a, I was having a blast. And then obviously I got that news from my dad and it was very unexpected. Um, one thing, like I left when, when I got the call from my father on a rant, just a random day, we were hanging out, eating phone rings and my dad's like hey this is what happened it was devastating i was crushed i I was breaking chairs in the house i left and i went home 
went to, you know, the funeral, the wakes, everything like that. And I just wanted to be with my family. Um, I wasn't going to go back. And my father sat there and basically yelled at me and was like, look, you did this for her. Like, this all started because she wanted you to do it. Go finish it for her. And that's kind of what I had to put in my mind. Like, you know what? You're right. So she was sick for a very long time. She was fighting. She was in pain almost her whole life. I always wanted to be on TV. My brother always wanted to be a cop. My brother got hired as a cop. He was in the process of getting hired as a cop. I got on TV. My dad basically said it was like my mom was finally happy. Like everyone, she got to see everyone do what she wanted them to do to where she doesn't have to be in pain anymore. And I just took it for that, kept that in my mind, and now basically went back, finished the real world for her. And everything I do now, I do with her in my mind. You know, so all my Spartan races, all my CrossFit competitions, just anything I'm struggling with in life is like, my mom fought cancer for 16 years, you know, 16 years, 17 years. Like if she fought cancer for that many years, I could fight through anything in my way because nothing is going to be as difficult as that for that many years, you know? So I, I just do everything I can for her and to make her proud. Like, you know, I buy a house. It's like, I feel like my mother would be proud of me. You know, I, I think of something I'm like, I? no, my mother would kill me if I did that. I can't do it. No, no, I'm good. You know, like, I just live for her now. And my message to everyone else out there is because I watched this happen yesterday. One of my friends yelling at their mom. It's so easy to get mad at your parents and yell at them. And it is what it is. But if you do that and then God forbid something happens, that's the last thing that you have to remember them by. My last conversation with my mom was an argument. And I wish I could change it and take it back every day of my life over a stupid pizza box. She left a pizza box out and she said, I'm not feeling well. The ca- I have cancer. Don't forget that. And I'm like, it's fine. I get it. But throw the fucking pizza box out. Like, get up and get it out. And like, just, it was, a, I, I, I had to be the rock in the family because I, I have a younger brother. So it was more of a tough love thing. And I think she knows it was a tough love thing because once your mind gives out, your body gives out. So I didn't want her to just sit on the couch and do that. I wanted her to get up and throw that stupid pizza box out. It wasn't about the pizza box. And I think she knows that it was tough love, that I wanted her to mentally be there. Like, yeah, I can get up and I can do this. You know, it's not going to stop me. And that was the la- one of the last conversations I had with her. And it's like, if I could tell anybody, just don't argue with them. It doesn't matter what it is or what it's about. Don't do it. Just think about that because God forbid you're going to wake up that next day and you're going to regret it. You're going to hate yourself for it. And I hate myself for that every single day. And that's, that's like the best advice I can give anybody else out there. If you do get into an argument or you snap, cool. Sorry, Ma. I apologize. You know, I, I'm just having an off day, whatever the case is. Mm, that's, a, that's a really powerful message, man. I'm uh, glad you, uh, you know, were able to share that with us. Yeah, shit, it eats at me every day, dude. Every day it eats at me. Mm. But, um, you know, we'll move into the uh, challenge now. Um, you know, coming on to the challenge, it's another, uh, you know, X's type deal. What, uh, what's your, what was maybe your feeling coming into that though? Um, you know, you got, uh, Tom there. So, you know, you're familiar with, uh, some of the people that are going to be there. Um, how was maybe your approach coming into that? Uh, all right. I got 
change mindsets here. Um, it was, it was a com. I, I'm like my head's all over the place now. Uh, it was, it was, it was a combination. You know what? It, it's just a tough topic, and I haven't spoken about it in a while because I haven't really been on any shows or done anything. So now to kind of talk about it like brings everything back, and it sucks. I miss her like crazy. Um, all right, going on to the challenge now. There's a lot of there's a lot of people that I, I watched the challenge when I was younger. So it's weird because you kind of look look at these people and you're like, they're famous, they're on TV, all this. And now it's like, I'm gonna you, I'm gonna be them, like I'm gonna be with them. So it's it's intimidating. But you gotta go in with a strong presence as well. My thing was just kind of to lay low. Like after a couple of a couple I, I wanted to feel everything out. And after a couple of days, you could see who was gonna get themselves in trouble, who's got a big mouth. So it was like, you know what? Let's just slide under the radar. And sliding under the radar worked. That is literally what worked. I wish I didn't do it. I wish I would have went up there and been myself and just fucking yelled at everybody and cursed, fought somebody. I, I could care less. But I pl- tried to play the let's just float under the radar card, and it kind of just floated me to not really much attention of even being on the show, I guess. You know, I was placing second in every single competition we did never went into elimination because i didn't start drama with anybody but if someone started with me i wasn't afraid to use that to my advantage you know what i mean but i wish i would went out heavier wish i would have came in hot instead of trying to play the let me sit in the corner card which like i said i think it helped and it worked but i'd rather have just been my normal self blown my lid punched somebody in the face and got kicked off yeah <laughs> But what Wes Wes kind of uh, got you and Tom in his little uh, circle. Wes played me. Oh. What, yeah, what, is Wes, your, what what's your thoughts on Wes? He's a conniving genius. He he's smart. He's a businessman, and he looks at that. As, he looks at the challenge as a business. And there was people that have been on the show forever, and there was a lot of rookies. It was the first time that there was a lot of rookies. And he took that upon himself because him and Johnny had like, they have a war for 30 years now. And he was like, you know what? They're not going to be on my side. But because I'm against Johnny, maybe I can rally the troops. And he was in our ear like, look, there's more of you than there are of them. I can be your leader and tell you what to do. I've done this a couple times. I can help you. Just don't tell them I'm helping you. And oh, yeah, don't throw me under the bus as well. And we were like, all right, you know what? Like, he knows what he's doing. We know him and Johnny hate each other. Let's use this to our advantage. And he basically pitted us all against, like, he, he drew the line. Wes is the one who drew the line in the sand. Of it's going to be young, guy, young people versus the older guys. And little did we know that he also had deals with the older guys. He had deals with fucking Johnny. He had side deals with Leroy. He had side deals with everyone. He, he, he's a businessman, and he played that game as a business. And kudos to him because he did it. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, at least what I would feel, and a lot of people would agree with me. That was Wes's best political season that he ever played. And it just so happened he got kind of fucked over in the end with the whole twist with Johnny getting back in the game. Yeah, but he deserved it. You know what? Karma, bro. And like I say, everything happens for a reason. He had, he had and this was on my, when we did the reunion, they brought this up as well. Um, the, 
the challenge, like the, the memory challenge, the question, the trivia challenge, sorry, the memory, the trivia challenge, Jenna and I, let's not forget, Jenna and I won the trivia challenge. Now, the final two were Jenna and I and Jordan and Sarah. And Jordan, while him and I are hanging 40 feet in the air, I'm like, Jordan, it's just us two left. We both got two strikes. Let's agree right now. If either one of us loses, we don't throw the other one in. Like, I'm trying to play the, the game too. You know what I mean? I'm trying to play it smart. Like, we're both up here. Let's make this deal right now. Either one, if, you, if I win, I won't throw you in. How do you feel about that? And he was like, don't care. I got to look out for, for uh, the other Johnny. He was like, uh, I'm not good with that deal. And Sarah's like, Jordan, are you kidding me? And that was it. I was like, all right, cool. So if I win, I'm throwing you in. He was like, fine. Four seconds later, we win. And we're like, Jordan and Sarah, going in, done deal. It was set. And then Wes comes over, chirping in the ear, which I, I, after he brought it up, I thought was a kind of a good idea, was let's keep John, uh, Jordan and Sarah in our pocket now. They owe me one. If I have every right to throw them in, and they knew that, I was get, that they were getting thrown in. So it's like, look, I won't throw you in. You owe me. Big time. Like, big, big time. Because Jordan would be facing his best friend, potential of going home. Now you owe me big time. Then on the other end is Leroy and Naya. She didn't, she quit half of the challenges. She didn't even do half of them. So it was like, what? I'm not scared of them. I'll compete against them. Leroy's an animal, 100%. But I'm not scared because he's got uh, his partner who quits every time. So it was like, you know what? We could throw them in. Now they're either going to go home or Avery and Johnny are going to go home. So either way, a good team goes home. They haven't won anything, so they can't, they're not going to win and throw me in. It's a win-win for me. I was like, you know what, Wes, you're right. And Wes played me. I, I should have just stuck with my gut and threw Jordan in for what he did. But again, think about it in the end, I still made it to the final, so it all worked out. It was just Wes orchestrated that whole thing. <laughs> Conniving genius, bro. Yeah. We're going to get into uh, some of your dynamics with some of the other people from that season in a bit. But I want to ask you now about um, the first episode. You were kind of the hot commodity. Um, your favorite letter in the alphabet, uh, J. <laughs> your name, your ex, uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's pretty much every girl in that cast. Um, could you talk to me maybe about the whole uh, Jessica and Jimmy thing first? What, what, uh, what the whole dealio with that was? Yeah, wow, okay. Um, yeah, so... Once again, Wes got into talking. Uh, everyone knows on the show that John A. and I had a little thing going. So before it actually happened, we were flirting with each other a lot. And then it was like, someone was like, oh, yeah, well, it's John A. And then your ex is Jenna. And they were like, didn't you bang Jess from Portland? And it was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then someone else ju like just chimed in and was like, wait. You were just hanging out with Jemmy, like posting Instagram videos and stuff with at Jemmy's house. And I then and then someone was like, John A, Jenna, Jess, and Jemmy. All J's. And then if you look at it, my ex prior to all of this was Jess Andrietta, who was on Are You the One prior to all this. And before her was Jesse. <laughs> and it was literally like all of my exes had J's. And then John A had the J. So it was like, let's, we just kind of played that up and use that to our advantage to get John A like flirting back and forth until it, until what happened happened. 
So was that, was there anything going on between uh, you and uh, Jessica and Jemmy or? Uh, yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know how to answer that question. Yes and no. Um, I hung out with Jemmy quite a few times. Uh, I don't think we did anything more than make out. Um, when we got, it, it's funny because Jemmy was be- like right before the challenge. We went to do like when you get casted for the challenge, you have to go to the doctors and get like a psych done and all that other stuff. And we ended up showing up to like at the same time we showed up and we were like, why did you- I was just with you yesterday? Why didn't you tell me you were coming? And she was like, well, I'm not allowed. I'm like, yeah, I mean, me neither. And we started laughing about it. Like we were still talking to each other at that point. I think Portugal had won uh, a, the, the World Cup game, one of the World Cup games. And we were hanging out and getting drunk and all that together. And she was like, when we go on the show, are you going to go back to Jenna? Are you going to ignore me? This and that. And it was like, no, I'm not. And then we got on the show and she fucking did the exact thing she was saying that I was going to do. And she pitted me and Jenna against each other, told everyone that her and I never knew each other, didn't make out, didn't hang out, nothing. And I was like, holy shit. Like she bipolared me and just, I was like, wow, like that's crazy. Um, blew my mind, completely blew my mind. And we basically hate each other ever since. And she also likes to talk a lot of shit on Twitter and all that. Um, Jess from Portland, awesome girl, love her to death. She was visiting New York prior to the challenge as well. She was visiting New York for a couple of days. So I was like, hey, come hang out. I'm going to, a sh- I got to do a, a dinner with someone from Mob Wives. Come with me. Brought her with me. We hung out. We had a great time. Um, whatever happened, happened. And then we got on the show. I ended up hooking up with John A. And it just uh, followed suit that everyone's name was Jay. <laughs> Did you try to pick up anything off the show with John A, though? No, I didn't. Uh, she lives in Cali. I live in New York. Mm-hmm. There was no shot. And she reached out a couple times. I reached, like, I, I responded, but it just kind of died out. Like, it was awesome while we were there. She's a beautiful girl. Beautiful. But she lives 40 states away. Like, in my head back then, there was no shot anything could happen. My DMs were blowing up with girls trying to just do whatever just, just to say they did. So I was like, I can't get involved with a girlfriend right now. Like, I got 67 DMs in the last seven seconds. I got to rock this out. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> no, nothing, nothing, literally nothing ever came from it. I don't even think we follow each other on social media, to be honest. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, now I kind of want to uh, dive into um, some of your dynamics. Actually, no. Before we dive into your dynamics, I want to ask you about the layup turn. Since that, pretty much since it was used on you and uh, Jenna, it's been the staple of uh, <laughs> every season. <laughs> every season, the person that they consider like, uh, all right, this is the ideal matchup, they call them a layup. So that it was it started with you guys, and now it's pretty much the staple term. So, um do you feel as though you, uh, you know, were deserving of that moniker? You think it was kind of undeserved? They had no reason to give it to us. That was the thing. I, I don't know why we got it. It doesn't make sense to me. I think it was just at that point we were new. We weren't – I'm not bigger than any of those guys. Jen is not better than any of those girls, like, competition-wise. So I think they just were like, oh, this is an easy win. They're the layup. We – never came in last. Like, there were teams that came in last more than once. There were plenty of teams that came in last. We never came in last. So what 
earned us the title as the layup. You know what I mean? We never came in last. We held our own. We almost won two of them. And we did win the trivia challenge. So what deemed us as the layup? Now, I know, of course, I filled those shoes on the final. But we weren't layups. And up until that eating challenge shit, we were fucking killing the final two. We were halfway, like, we were 30 minutes ahead of Leroy and Teresa. We were right on Jordan's ass. We were there. We are not layups. Neither of us were layups. I still to this day believe that I am better than 90% of the people on the challenge athletic-wise. You want to come into athleticism? I'm 90% better than all of them. Like, without a doubt, it does not cross my mind. I just can't eat shit, all right? That's what we know. Were we layups? No. I don't really care. Anyone can say whatever the fuck they want. We were not layups, even though I ended up filling those shoes in the end. It is what it is. I'm glad that we contributed to creating a, a, new, a new term, though. Hey, are they gonna, have they called you about giving you copyrights to that? Or? Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. I should be getting paid every time they say it. 37 cents every time someone says that they're a layup. <laughs> I get the term. I get it. I understand what it means. But we were not that. We literally almost won three of the, three of the eliminations. We, we won the trivia one. We never came at last. Like, there was never a time where people were like, oh, they, they're, they're out. Like, they're going to come in last in this one. Or, like, there was never, it was never in question. So that aggravates me that we were that. And it pisses me off even more that I pretty much proved them right, I guess you can say. Mm. But, yeah, now we could uh, dive into the uh, dynamics with some, some of the people I want to talk about. What was maybe your dynamic with Zach? Because I asked, because um, obviously we know he's uh, engaged to your ex, and that was when they met on the show. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, guys. You're welcome. I've done a lot. I've done a lot for this show, okay? <laughs> um, Tom talked to me about his little unseen encounter with Zach. Um, he said that uh, he was talking to Jenna, and then, like, Zach was getting mad on the show, and then uh, I think Knight came up to him and said, oh, Zach's getting mad or whatever, and then he approached Zach to say, like, hey, no, no, nothing's going on. Like, I'm not trying to, like, you know, get with Jenner or anything. And then Zach told him, like, oh, well, you're not a threat to me anyway. So yeah, I, I remember that. You're not a threat to me anyways. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck. What was your fuck dynamic him. with Zach? I didn't care. This is – Jenna and I were exes. When we got off Real World, I don't think we spoke for months after real world, like not a, not a peep. And then we showed up on the show together. So it was, it was a mutual thing that we broke up. I wasn't dying over her. So if someone wants to get with her, that's perfectly fine. I don't care. Now, here's the thing. You're going to get with my ex. I'm going to get with your ex. You want to play the game? I'm going to play the game. I don't give a shit. It was, it didn't bother me. The only thing that probably bothered me is his arrogance that he thinks who he is and he thinks he's the best and all this shit. And it's like, no, you're not, bro, because guess what? She was with me first, right? I could play that album I hit it first too. I just choose not to because I have respect for the girl and I have respect for her family. I knew her family. I respect her. She can make her own decisions. You want to be with her? Perfectly fine. Be my guest. But don't be a cocky bastard about it. Like, you know, he's called me an elf or something like that. Like, yeah, I'm short. I get it. But guess what? She's on the show because she was with me. You know what I mean? So... Don't be a dick about it. That that was my only thing. I could care less. He thinks he's hot shit. He's not really hot shit. But we don't have I don't really hate the kid. I just didn't like his his arrogance about it. That was all his cockiness. 
Yeah, no, this season especially, and I mean, we've seen it on prior seasons, but this one was on the kind of the forefront, and him more specifically, but, like, their relationship's been under scrutiny um, by, like, the audience, especially, like, I mean, I don't know how much of the show you watch these days. I mean, we'll get into, like, um, a little bit later on, but, yeah, they their uh, relationship, because uh, they had, like, a bunch of dust-ups on this past season where he, he wasn't on it, she was, and he was, like, Skype calling her and stuff and, like, accusing her of cheating on him and shit. Do you, yeah, uh... but he, he, dude, he cheated on her when they were on, like, the second show or whatever. She, she calls him, right? He's on the challenge. She wasn't. She called him, and she was like, you know who this is? And he was like, yeah, it's Brooke. And Jenna was like, uh, no, it's not. Like, he was cheating on her. She cheated on him in the beginning. Like, they both cheated on each other, so of course they're going to get scrutinized. I mean, but honestly, relationships, when they're in the limelight, every little thing becomes a big thing. You know, you can get over certain things, but then when it's talked about or when the cameras change the, like, the, the, the dynamic of it or make it seem something like it's not, then things escalate. And that's kind of what happens. It's, it's different from just being regular people at home when in a relationship and having people commenting a thousand comments about something on your Instagram posts and, you know, people saying stuff on TV like, oh, I think he did that. Like now you're like, well, well, did you do it? No, I didn't do it. Yeah. But he said you did. And he was there on TV with you. Like, you know what I mean? Everything kind of, it's different. It's just a different aspect. It's a totally different dynamic. All that I can say is they're happy. If they're happy, they're happy. You know what I mean? I, I Congratulations to them. I didn't even want to... I think I did tweet, actually, congratulations to them. I'm happy for them. I don't care. I have no hard feelings towards either of them. I've moved on. They've moved on. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. What about uh, Bananas, though? Your dynamic with him. New phone. Who that? I don't even know who the fuck that is. Um, I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care for him. That's all it is. Same thing. Thinks he's number one. Thinks he's hot shit. Never worked a day in his life. So I don't want to hear shit. He's a douche. I, I, have, I had respect for him going in and then seeing him in person, how he acts, how he talks, how he doesn't shut up. It just, it's annoying. It's aggravating. He always has something to say. He thinks he's better than everybody else. Like, dude, he grew up rich. He grew up rich. His parents have money. He never worked. He, he, said, to the, he said he never worked a day in his life. How can you have any respect for anyone that's never worked a day in their life? You can't. He doesn't know what the concept of money is. He doesn't have the morale. That's why he was, he was able to steal that money away from Sarah. Like, he didn't care. I just, I just don't care for him. I really don't. He, he, he thinks he's hot shit. In my opinion, he's a loser. He's got nothing outside that show. Nothing. Yeah, he, he kind of seemed like he was coming uh, for you a little hard. I didn't, it didn't really seem like you had much of a, you know issue with him, and he seemed to have more of an issue with you. Yeah, and, I, and I, I'm not going to sit there and back down. I'm not, I'm not a bitch. I'm not, gonna, I'm not like that. I will be cool with you. I'll give everybody the benefit of the doubt. The minute you come for me, I will flip that switch, and I will come right after you. And I even told him on the, on the reunion of the challenge, said, you can get up right now, and I will break your face. I will put your jaw straight down your fucking throat. And he had nothing to say. He sat in his seat like this. That's what he did. He sat there like this. And I was like, I will fucking crush you. And he would just give his little one-liners. That was it. He'd give the little one-liners. And it's like, all right, you could talk all this shit. Get up. Get up. Get up right now. I will put you 
fucking teeth right down your throat. Get up now. Oh, you think you're t And, like, he would just have some stupid little one-liner again. And it was like, I'm over you, bro. Like, you're a bitch. You talk all this shit. You can't back it up. Plain and simple. He talks behind everyone's back. And he jokes about it to everyone's face. Get up and do something about it. I would have put him in the ground 10 seconds into that. And I offered. I offered. He didn't accept it. He didn't take me up on that. I would love to compete. I would love to go up against him. I would love to. I would love to. And if he wins, I will get up and I will shake his hand. But I would love to go up against him in anything and just see how it went. I'm down for that. Hey, I mean, you never know. Maybe uh, you'll get a call and you'll accept and then we'll see. What I want it. Set it up. You're going to get called for the next one too. So when you go there, call it, set it up. I'm going. Heads up. Me and him. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, now I want to ask you about um, – because Naya and you seem to be cool and were, weren't, correct me if I'm wrong, I mean, you guys had that little thing upstairs when everybody was like, I think it was when Wes voted, uh, set up the elimination with, um, what was it, Bananas he voted in or something like that, and then you guys were upstairs, and then like, you know, you're all, were kind of having a good time, like, it seemed like you and Naya were cool, why did she kind of come for you towards the end of the season and on the reunion? I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. Her and I were cool. And she actually did one of the nicest things ever. And the one year anniversary of my mom's passing what took place while we were out there filming. And she got like a note from my dad and talked to production and allowed like a phone call between me and my father. She got like, she put like roses together and like did this whole big thing for me and like left it in my room and was like, here, you know, I got this or like my dad mailed her a picture. Like, it was something that she went out of her way and did. And I was like, oh, my God, like, that's amazing. That's awesome. I, I had so much respect for her. And then I don't know what happened. I think she had an issue with Jenna. And I stuck up for Jenna. And she just, like, came at me. And I, I, to, I, to this day, I could not tell you what sparked the beef between Nia and I. I really don't know. She was amazing to me in the beginning. And then all of a sudden, it was like one day we woke up and she was like, no, you suck too, and you're a fucking pussy. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I was lost. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, all right, you know what? You go do whatever the hell you want. And from that moment on, she was a totally different person and disliked. Like, we just didn't vibe for the rest of the season. And then it got worse when the shit with Jordan happened. And she pulled his pants down and grant whatever, all that. And it was like, I disagreed with that. And she wasn't happy about me voicing my opinion about that. And it just, then she was like, oh, well, you shouldn't be in the final. Like, Johnny should be in there because he's been on 10 seasons, which that's the whole thing that I hated was, oh, he should be in the final because he's been here for 10 seasons. I don't give a fuck how many seasons he's been on. If you don't earn it each season, you don't get there each season. It's football, baby, right? Each team, you, you earn it that season. No one says, oh, yeah, let's let the Patriots go to the Super Bowl because they were in it last year. No. You try and take them out, and that's how it should be. And that was what I wanted to do, and I was good with it. And then Naya blew her shit about that too. Hey, Jay, before you before you keep going, you know you brought up the Patriots. I don't know if you can see it behind me. The yeah, I saw the Seahawks. I know, I saw that earlier. <laughs> you know, I, I like it. Just be careful with <laughs> what team you're bringing up around here. Right? I I know. I, listen, I'm not a Patriots fan. I'm not. I'm a Giants fan, so it is what it is. But it's just a perfect example, like. The Patriots are in the Super Bowl every year. They earn that every year. Every year from the first week till the end, it's a fresh thing. So now you go to the seasons of the challenge, that's how it should be. It should be fresh, not like, 
oh, you, you're a rookie. You have to go in every single time. Like they did with West. They sent them in 11 times. No, he earned it. John, people like they just didn't want to throw Johnny in because he just deserved to be there in the final. No, no one deserves to be in the final unless you earn the final. That was one of the things that bothered me about Johnny was it was like he should be there no matter what. So now this is the last name I'm going to ask you about now. What about you and Jordan? I'm cool with Jordan. Uh, Jordan and I, when we first got on the season together, right away everyone was like, yo, you and Jordan went back and forth on Twitter, which we did. He screamed at Jess McCain. He screamed at her, you suck, this is blah, blah, blah. And I went right to Twitter and was like, you are a fucking pussy. No one, no, and, and I, I'll stand by that statement. Because no guy should ever scream at a girl like that. You shouldn't treat a girl like that. You never hit a girl. You never put your hands on a girl. You never scream at a girl like that. You just shouldn't. That's just how I was raised. I took care of my mom my whole life. I was raised that you don't treat girls like that. So when I saw that, I was like, look at this fucking kid. Like, yeah, come on, hit me back. Like, pick on me. You know, that pick on me, pick on someone your own size type thing. And he came back at me and was like, yeah, how about you just watch me on TV? Or you sit on your couch while I'm on TV. And I was like, all right, bet. And then... Two weeks later, I was out there like, yo, what's up? Not watching you from the couch anymore. Let's do this. And he, we ended up actually just having a lot in common. And he spoke to me and said that he apologized to her afterwards. Didn't mean it. He just blew up. And it was like, right then and there, we were able to just kind of squash it. And it was like, all right, cool. Let's go from here on forward then. If you're cool with it, you apologize to her. We're cool. Let's just, let's just move on. You're great. I feel like you're a great competitor. I've watched you before. Let's work together. Let's see what we can do. If he would have been like, oh, yeah, fuck you. Fuck, and then it would have just been a war the whole season. So yeah. he, came at, he came at me correct. I came back at him correct, and we squashed it. Mm. Yep. But now um, we kind of talked about the whole – how the final unfolded with, uh, you know, the whole eating thing. Not to basically, you know, water under the bridge at this point, but I kind of want to ask you now, like, do you maybe regret, you know, not drinking or – you know, the liquid or whatever it was. So you guys had to put down your uh, tech mounts or like, would you, if you were able to go back in time, uh, would you uh, maybe change it? I could cut you off right there. I mean, if I could go back in time, I would 100% change it. I would rather not make the final than have it ended the way it did. Do I regret it? Absolutely. 100%. Um, what people don't realize is that it wasn't just I took a sip and was like, I quit. I can't do this. I'm going to go home, guys. It wasn't like that. There was whatever, five, six glasses. You had to drink the full pint glass before you could move on to the next one. If you threw up any of it, they refilled that same pint glass. So I would drink half the pint glass, throw up. They would fill it right back to the top. Jenna would drink half, throw up. They would fill it right back to the top. I kid you not, God's honest truth, we probably, without finishing that challenge, we probably drank more of that shit than everyone else who did finish it. But both of us kept throwing up, and every time we threw up, they refilled it. And after an hour and a half of throwing up, that was when Leroy and Teresa finally caught up and then passed us. We were miles ahead of them. Athleticism, right? We kayaked 10 miles, blew them out of the water. I will never quit. We had to jog for a couple miles. Blew him out of the water. I had Jenna on my back for a portion of it. They don't show that, though. Anything athletic, I will never give up. I will never quit. This was not a matter of me giving up or quitting. 
This was two and a half hours of trying to drink fish guts that was in the sun for 17 days. And I just couldn't keep it down. That's all it was. I just couldn't keep it down. And then after throwing up for two hours, my eyes were just raw, just tearing. My nose was running. I had my stomach was killing me from throwing up so much. It just got to the point where I was like, you know what? Can you do this? And she was like, I could do this one, but I don't know if I could do all of them. And I was like, then fuck it. What's the point? It's been two and a half hours and we, we haven't finished one glass. Like, what's the fucking point? And then I tried to be the good guy and was like, I'll take the heat. Don't care. Like, if you're not going to be able to do it and I'm not going to do it, just blame it on me and we'll call it a day. Little did I know that that was going to turn out to be like, Jay's a pussy, can't drink the drink. Like, my label for the next 17 years. If I knew that that's how it was going to come about, then it would have been different. We, TJS us three times if we wanted to quit. We said no. They timed us. They said, all right, you have 60 minutes to finish this. We didn't get it done in the 60 minutes. We technically got timed out, but it makes better TV to say that we quit and all this other shit. So then after the 60 minutes, he's like, that's it. You guys are done? We're like, I guess so. Whatever. Like, it is what it is. And now I hold the title for being the biggest bitch on a final. <laughs> it is what it is, man, you know. Happens. Dude, do you think I don't get this every day from everyone? Like, I get crushed. I get crushed everywhere I go. Like, I, half the world hates me and half the world loves me. And then the other half is like, oh, you couldn't drink the drink, right? And I'm like, yeah, that's me. Yep, that's, I'm your guy. Like, it sucks. And, and that's why, that's why now more than anything, I want to get back on. Because I want to show people that that's not who I am. That's just one stupid side of me that with all the things that were built up, I just, at that moment, it just didn't work for me. Again, I've said it, I will run circles around every one of them. I will run circles around them. Athletics, I will kill them. Just, I, my stomach won't allow me to hold fish guts down. I'm sorry. I just can't do that part of it. Yeah. But now... This next topic is a quite interesting one. Um, we, I just talked to you earlier about, you know, what transpired this season with um, Jenna and the whole Zach thing. A big thing that was um, rumored, like, was, like, the stem of what was going on. Because you know how, like, I'm sure you're aware of, like, how the spoiler team of, like, the challenge and, like, everyone finds out, like, all this rumors and, like, what goes on and all this shit. Like, people were speculating about um zach the reason that he was getting mad was um him finding dms between jenna and Corey, right so then when i had tom on this was probably about four months ago i had tom on and we were talking about it and then he basically dropped the whole thing of um that at some point after your guys real world season Corey and jenna had hooked up and then that shit blew up all over Twitter and Instagram, right? And then they even did a thing on the... They had a whole shit they should have shown edition of this past season to, like, kind of, like, not... But yeah, basically, they addressed, like, like the whole rumors or whatever, right? But I want to basically ask you, did you um, did you know about, you know, Jenna and Corey happening? And if so, did that impact the relationship with Corey at all? All right. I knew... But I didn't know. Like, I, I, inside, I knew. But to this day, neither one of them has ever told me officially, yes, that they hooked up. But then again, 
I hung out with Bruno many times. I got him hired to host Spring Break for MTV and for uh, Inertia Tours. And I found out later on that they had hooked up as well. Like, I knew something was going on with Corey. I knew about the DMs. Obviously, when social media blew up, I, I realized it. I could see the way they were talking, the way they were acting with stuff. I, I knew the deal. I knew what it was. But they both played it behind my back. Um, I never held it against Corey because I never really looked into it or knew officially it was true. I think that played a role in him distancing himself from me a little bit. Like, he would come to New York and wouldn't hit me up. But then I'd see pictures of, like, them two out, you know what I mean, with, with her cousin and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, so it's like that now. You know what I mean? Like, once those pictures surfaced, it was like, yeah, all right, something's definitely going on. You know what I'm saying? He would hit me up all the time. But then when he came to New York, I'd have to find out from other people, like, oh, yeah, we just saw him and Jenna out. And I'm like, oh, that's fantastic. He didn't tell me he was coming down here, you know? So I knew it was up. It's a shiesty move. But look at both of their situations over the past couple of years. There's a lot of shiesty moves going on. Like I said, she ended up hooking up with Bruno as well. She ended up hooking up with whoever else as well. Um, I knew she, she was with that kid Mikey, but then cheated on him with Zach, then ended up with Bruno, and then whatever. Like, there's a whole spider web. And then Corey, I mean, we know all the situations he's been in already and who he was hooking up with. So it's like, what, what do you expect? You know, I, I don't expect, I don't expect anything good from anybody anymore. Just take it for what it is. Yeah. It's weird. Cause um, I don't know if you know, Kayla, she was, uh, she's good friends with Jenna. She's no, didn't she just get engaged. Yeah. She just got engaged, but you brought up whole, the whole Mikey thing. She just went this past season. She cheated on Mikey. Keep in mind, her and Jenna are best friends on this show. And she dated Mikey for the past three or four years, whatever it was, right? And then Jenna is her friend, but she dated Mikey before right. that. And then Kayla, on her first season of the challenge, is banging Corey left and right. <laughs> I know, dude. But this is this is what I'm saying. This is exactly what I just said. This is that spiderweb shit that I don't want to be part of. It, it's it's, like, it's, a, it's weird. It's fucking weird. It, like, I, I would, I, I, don't, I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's like someone using the same condom. <laughs> <laughs> so glad I let you go. Oh, um, yeah. It, it's, it's the strangest thing, dude. I, I've never banged one of my friend's girls. I never have. And none, I don't like none of my close friends would ever do that to me. And that's how I look at that situation is none of my close friends would do that to me, but I would never do that to anybody. And I wouldn't want to. And then she, when her and I broke up, she was hooking up with, Jenna was hooking up with Mikey. Jenna cheated on Mikey with Zach. After all the shit Jenna gave me for cheating, Jenna cheated on Mikey with Zach. Then next thing you know, Kayla's dating Mikey. And I was like, wow, that's fucking weird because they're best friends. This, that's, then, yes, the whole, it, it's some weird ancestral best friend. I don't know, dude. That, it's weird. It's very, very, I don't have words. I don't have words for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't have words for it. But isn't, didn't she, her and Mikey were together for a while. And then I feel like she just met this new kid and is now engaged. Oh, if you know wait, anything wait, about that. Yeah, wait, wait till you hear, like, and this isn't, for anyone watching this, this isn't me expressing any dis, um, you know, pleasure. I don't disagree with it. I'm just stating what's obviously for people to see so nobody don't come knocking on my door <laughs> saying I'm a hater or whatever that. Yeah, I, I don't actually know the story. I have no idea. Yeah. I, I, 
I just I'm I'm curious to find out what no, is and, going and on. It's, and it's crazy because right after this episode, I had Mikey on here. Like it's right after the episode air, we didn't, in, you know, yeah, we didn't uh, totally go too deep into what had happened because I'm not the guy to, um, you know, kind of strike a nerve right or where open wounds. Like I'm not the type of guy to just pour salt in it. We didn't really talk totally in depth about it. Maybe just some little brief stuff. But um, it's very respectful of you because some of these people would have fucking dug right in. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I I do know that, but um, yeah. So they go on this season. They were dating for three or four years. Him and uh, Kayla, and then she ended up hooking up with one of the UK guys. Um, she she made a comment to the effect of, oh, and also by the way, keep in mind that this the episode I had him on right after, right after this whole thing with her cheating, bananas and uh, Wes go and take pictures of her and uh, Mikey from her room and hang them on the ceiling where her bed was. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So um. <laughs> That happened. And, uh, so she made a comment, I think, saying, like, yeah, I was dating a guy for four, three or four years. It was showing pictures of him. She was like, yeah, it was turning into more of a thing of where, like, we were getting closer to marriage, and I don't think I'm ready for that. And then I think December in real time is when she started dating the new guy she just got engaged to, and now they're um, they're engaged. <laughs> right, and that's going to do that whole marriage thing. What? But, but the guy she just got engaged with just got off of a show called, uh, like, it was, like, basically an X on the Beach type of spinoff called, like, Peak of Love, which, it was, like, X on the Beach without the beach, and they were, like, yeah, yeah, I saw like that. a I saw ski that. resort or whatever the yeah. fuck they were in. So, um, you know, it, it is what it is, man. I mean, I'm not, if, if, it, if it's good for them, I'm not going to, you know, but it's right. just. Well, that's, uh, what, that's what I always say. If they're happy, they're happy, but that. That's just that unwinded very strangely. <laughs> that whole thing from start to finish between Jenna, Zach, Kayla, Corey, all the way to Mikey being involved both ways. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna get married though, but then I'm gonna date this guy for a month and get married. Like these rea- yo, these reality yeah. people just they just want to bang reality people. Yeah, and they just um, I don't know how aware you are, but they uh, the spoilers of who is quarantining for this next show coming up were rolling in. And speculating everybody under the sun, like we talked about, was getting called. A big rumor started that, and somehow I got dragged into this on my page. Was that Mikey was on, was quarantining for the Oh day. god, he, had, he hadn't even gotten a call. Like he was just in Vegas, and then uh, you know, people people were asking me to find out from him because I had him on here. Um, like if he, and I was like, I, <laughs> that's oh great. God. He ended up, uh, there was like a website that he ended up getting put on to, like on, on the cast or whatever, speculating. He didn't even get a call, so. That's fantastic. But see, this is, and this is what I'm talking about when I say like a relationship with normal people versus a relationship when you're in the spotlight is so different because look at how that escalated. You're now getting dragged into something that you had nothing to do with that came all the way around to something that he didn't even have anything to do with. You know, it's, it's crazy. But I'll tell you what. They keep bringing all these random fucking people on the show anyway. You might as well bring them on there and stir shit up. Who gives a shit at this point? Dude, could you imagine an ex this season? <sighs> I don't want to be anything to do with an ex. Can I please just... I want to go on a fucking show that doesn't involve an ex. I want to have fun. I want to go out there and have a bunch of girls out there and be like, Hey, what's up? I don't want to go out there and be like, Oh, I have my ex. I have to be respectful and not do anything in front of her which is what I did on the, on the real world. Then I got on the challenge, and I'm like, well, I can't do anything because I feel bad for her. I, took, I had to make sure, like, she was crying a couple times on the show, and 
I'm there, you know, petting her back. And they don't, of course, obviously they don't show any of that shit. But I want a show where I don't have to worry about that dynamic. Like, I want to be me where I can let loose, have fun, win, or break someone's face and get kicked off. Like, I just want one show without a goddamn ex, please. But yes, it does make for drama, obviously. But I can, it is what it is. That would be crazy, though. Oh, they, that's like, they got, oh my God, you put all six of them together. It's a show in itself. Yeah, but uh, we can close the door on the whole challenge thing. I want to ask you now, uh, quick, about some of the other appearances you made. I, you were on a catfish episode, and I, uh, <laughs> I actually. That's uh, right, boy. Catfish. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, one of the. I don't know if. Have you ever seen that gif of the one, the one guy from Catfish where he goes, like, you got me there, and he's, like, pointing? No, I don't think so. Oh, my God. I feel like if you saw it, you know what I'm talking about. I'm, I I could probably send it to you once we're all. Yeah, send me it. Send me it. I'm curious. Yeah, it was um this one catfish guy. I, I had, like, a bonus content episode that I released, like, last week. I did uh I did one with him. It was, like, wow. uh yeah, him and this other dude, like, staged the whole thing. And when the episode came out, was that, like, I think the 2014 VMAs, and it was trending above uh, Miley Cyrus. And that was, like, during the whole thing where oh, she did the yeah. back and forth. Yeah, she had the whole Wrecking Ball performance or whatever, like, at the VMAs, like, at the height of that, so, shit. Wow. Yeah, so, that was interesting, but what what was your catfish experience like, getting that call? Because weren't you, like, a cameo? Yeah, I, I wasn't even on it, it was just my voice, they just did a phone call. Um, it was the season finale, and they were looking for a way to, to hype it up, and when they were doing this, they checked this girl's Venmo. And because the guy, I guess the guy sent their money. So they were like, oh, let's check her Venmo account. And when they were scrolling through the Venmo account, my name came up. Like my MTV picture came up and they were like, so in their minds, they were like, how do we spice the show up? Let's now we have, he's somehow connected. Like, let's bring him involved. So then they used it to where on the commercials, they're like, oh, and guess who else is involved? And like, you just hear me talking and they're like, they put my picture up and it's like Jay from MTV. And then everyone's like, Oh shit. Like how did he get cat? Like everyone wanted to know if I got catfished, how I was involved. So it drew more of the MTV viewers. The actual situation was I never had Venmo. So someone had Venmo and I guess you was using my picture as Venmo and it said MTV on it. So they, I got a, a message like a, a Twitter message from Neve, and he was like, Hey, Jay, I'd love to talk to you about something. And I was like, Oh, God, what the fuck? Like, that's not a phone call that you really want to get. I'm like, Oh, shit, what? And then it, that's what it was. And it turned out that the girl slid into my DMs and was trying to get me to like send pictures and shit. Like, she was, I guess trying to just get me to send like shirtless pictures or fucking dick pics or whatever. I don't know, but I don't bite on that shit. I never did. I never sent pictures. I never will. So it never went anywhere, but because we had that communication, it showed up on her Instagram and someone else, I don't have Venmo. So someone else must have had Venmo and used my picture and they just kind of combined the two. And I was, I gave him whatever I could. I, she was hitting me up under a different name than what she was hitting up this other guy. Turned out to be a whole different fucking person, which I still don't understand this whole catfish shit. I don't get what people get out of doing that to other people. But I didn't get catfished. I just went on and told them my side of the story that someone tried to hit on me and asked for 
explicit pictures. And I said no. And then they moved on and were getting money from some other dude, I guess. So they wanted to make sure I wasn't sending her money, too. I was like, fuck, no. <laughs> yeah, and I saw or I'm, uh, scrolling through your Instagram. You had uh, an appearance on, what was it, like, it was a Disney movie, Tron? Oh, I just, you know what? It, I've done, I did, uh, in that aspect, I did Mile 22 with Mark Wahlberg. I did Tron. And uh, I did two other ones, but I, I oh, and I always draw the, a blank on a damn name. So I just do the promos for them. Like, they'll call me and be like, hey, we're going to do a, an Instagram commercial. Like, you know, one of the ones where you swipe in and it's just like the, the ad pops up. So I had done... I just did that for them. I wasn't in the movie itself. I did the promotions for Mile 22. I did the promotions for Tron and a couple other ones. Um, and it's more of just they use it for like the commercials or the Facebook ads or the Instagram ads, which is it's kind of cool, though, because they're sending me all this gear. They're paying me and I'm getting to do cool photo shoots with very well-known photographers with stuff that I would have never been able to do prior. You know what I mean? So it's, it's fun. I like doing stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's pretty dope, man. Um, you know what? I uh, appreciate you taking the time to do this with me today, and I had a I had a blast with this. I'll be honest with you. Uh, you know, you're kicking me off already. We just get started. Hey, man. I mean, this is actually uh, close to the longest one I think I did. Yeah. I oh had, uh, boy, I'm in trouble. No, no, you're good. Uh, it's about the same time. You remember Dustin, right? From uh, yeah, yeah. Him and I went the distance too. On uh, so. Well, I I talk too much. That's also what it is. <laughs> nah, you're good. Uh, this was a ton of fun. Maybe uh, give the viewers something that maybe they didn't see a side of you on maybe your shows and uh, maybe address some uh, questions that they might have had. And, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope so. I've watched your stuff before, so I was happy. You know, it's kind of cool when even for us, like it's cool when you reach out to me. But I'm happy to get my side of some of this stuff out because I haven't done a podcast or an interview in probably a couple of years. So the things that people thought that stayed for the last couple of years. So now I hope I could clear up some of the issues and let people know like, Hey, this is why I haven't been on the challenge or, Hey, this is what really happened. And you know, let me, I'll go back on there. I've gotten the availability call. Now I just need to get the final call. I'll go back on there and I'll crush half of them and then I'll shut all those people up. So I'm glad that I was able, that you allowed me the opportunity to come on here and actually give my side of this. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. No problem, man. I look forward to putting it out. I'll link you uh, when this is all up. And uh, take care, man. Yeah, for sure. By the way, still rocking with the Giants, baby. Those Seahawks got nothing. Hey, man. <laughs> we'll see about that. All right, man. Stay safe. Later, dude. So